Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning this week a be- very beautiful and deep Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Tziyoyin B'mishpati Podeh. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse in Shabbos Parshas Dvorim, which was which is also Shabbos Chazoyin, based on the Aftorah of Chazoyin, division of the Prophet. And this took place on the fourth day of the month of Av, in the year Tafshin Lamed Vav, 45 years ago. The Rebbe went on to certify and edit this Chassidic discourse in honor of Shabbos Chazayin in the year Tafshin Memtes, 33 years ago. So again, the Chassidic discourse is based on the verse in the Prophet from the Aptorah where it says, Tzioin b'mishpat that Zion will be redeemed through mishpat, through justice, v'shaven, and its captives b'tzdaka, through tzdaka, charity, righteousness. So the Rebbe brings from the Alta Rebbe that says in the Kutei Torah, which is the classical Hasidic teachings of the Alta Rebbe on the Parsha, with a Hasidic discourse that has this title of Tzioin b'mishpat tzdaka, so he brings a verse from uh, Deuteronomy in Parshas Ve'eschanon, where it says, "V'hoyu hadvarim ha'ela." It'll be these words, "Asher anoichi mitzavcha," that I'm commanding you hayoyin today. So, what does it mean? I'm commanding you today. So, the, the altar explains it's referring to uh, every single day. What does it mean? Hashem gave the Torah once. No. The author explains that Hashem is giving us a Torah every single day. And since Hashem is giving us a Torah, today, so every time we sit down to learn Torah, every time we do a mitzvah, it has to be like a brand new mitzvah, a brand new learning of Torah. Even though you learned it before, and even though you did the mitzvah before, it has to be kachadashim, it has to be brand new. Based on the verse, that every song and time you're learning it, and every time you're doing the mitzvah, it has to be brand new. And he explains, how do we get to that level? That's a very high level. Can you imagine every single time you put on tefillin, you eat kosher, Shabbos, any mitzvah, any time you're learning Torah, you, it's going to be brand new. How do you reach that level that every time it's going to be brand new? So he explains, by meditating on this verse itself. Meditate on the verse. What does the verse say? These words should be. I'm commanding you. So think about it. Think about what Hashem is saying. Hashem is saying these words. I'm commanding you today. So if you think about the fact that Hashem is commanding you today, it's going to be brand new. If you think it's an old mitzvah, yeah, you're going to look at like an old mitzvah. But if you meditate on the verse, this verse, that I'm commanding you today, you're going to, you're going to appreciate it as a brand new mitzvah. Why is that? And Rebbe explains like this. <clears throat> the fact is when Hashem created the world, so we know it goes down through different levels, different worlds, but what's the last sphere that's used to create the next world? The sphere of Malchus. Now Malchus is just a ray. It's not the essence of Hashem. It's one of the many spheres. It's called a ray. And however, when a person does a mitzvah in this world, so you're drawing down the essence of Hashem. You're drawing down Atzimus. So the creation of the world exists from what? From Malchus. From a ray of Hashem. But doing a mitzvah, you're connecting to Atzimus, the essence of Hashem Himself. And that's what the verse means. Asher anoichi mitzavcha I, 
What do you mean, I? Anoichi, Misha, Anoichi. The essence of Hashem is commanding you to do the mitzvah. So when we're, we're enjoying Hashem's world, this beautiful world, but it's a ray. It's created from the ray of Hashem. But the commandment that we're observing, that's coming from the essence of Hashem. And therefore, since by observing commandments, we are connecting to Atzmas, the essence of Hashem, that's how we know it says in the Talmud it's better to do, um, to spend one hour of repentance and good deeds in this world and the whole world to come. Why? Very simple. Because in the world to come, you're going to have benefit from the ziv, from the ray of the shechina, the ray of the shechina, only a ray. But when a person repents and does good deeds in this world, you're connecting to Atmos, the essence of Hashem. And that's the meaning of the verse. Asher anoichi hayoyim. I'm commanding you Hayoyim today. In other words, do the mitzvahs today. And in the world to come, what are you going to have? You're not going to have Anoichi Mitzavcha. You're going to receive the reward. And we know the reward that we're going to get from doing mitzvahs in the world to come is only coming from Array. But when you do the mitzvahs Hayoyim, the mitzvahs that I am commanding you today in this world, Hayoyim Lasaysam, we have the power in this world to connect to Atzmas, the essence of Hashem. Now, when you meditate on the idea that when you're doing the mitzvah, listen, Hashem, the essence of Hashem is commanding you to do the mitzvah. That means by doing this mitzvah in this physical world, we are drawing in the essence of Hashem. So then, when you do the mitzvah, you're going to do it. You're going to do it like you're doing a brand new mitzvah today. You're drawing in the essence of Hashem today, and then and well, and through that, every single time you do a mitzvah, even though it's a mitzvah you did once before, ten times or a hundred or a thousand times before, it's going to be a brand new mitzvah because when you do the mitzvah, you're drawing in the essence of the infinite power of Hashem Anoichi, and that will give you the excitement and the passion to do the mitzvah like you're doing a brand new first time mitzvah. This is all from the Alter Rebbe. And he continues on to say in the Chassidic Discourse as follows. This is the way it's supposed to be. Which means we should be excited. We should be passionate. We should be motivated. The fact that every single time we're doing a mitzvah, we're connecting to Atmos, the essence of the infinite part of Hashem. And therefore, we're, we're, it's like the greatest excitement that could be. Greater than what's going to be like in the world to come. However, what happens, unfortunately, when it's not so... Uh, and my emotions whether my sad emotions or my joy is coming from materialistic pleasures, what happens then is the godly soul that's within me is an exile in the animal soul. Like the expression the Alter uses, like when, a, when an animal or sheep is going get, get, getting to be sheared, it stands there humbly, even though it would rather not someone cut off the hair from its, from, its, from its body. But it does it, it does it humbly. So the same thing also, the godly soul sits within the, animal, within the body of the animal soul, and the animal soul is getting excited about materialistic pleasures. And obviously, it's losing out because it really wants to connect to the essence of the ancient part of Hashem. So on this, the prophet says, Tzion b'mishpatipade, that Tzion, that's an exile, but Mishpat will redeem, and like Jerry's going to explain beautifully, according to Kabbalah, what does it mean, Tzion b'mishpatipade, at the end of this Hasidic discourse. So just to recap, what we learned so far, that Tzion b'mishpatipade, 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 
So we learned that the, the, the power of, of the, uh, the, with the introduction of Anoichim and Tzavcha Yoim, that when we do a mitzvah today, we are drawing down the essence of the infinite part of Hashem, and therefore, because we're drawing down the essense of the infinite part of Hashem, every single time we do a mitzvah, even if it's a repeat, it's not a repeat, it's brand new energy, and the excitement is huge because we're connecting to Atmos, versus when, when the, when, in the world to come, it's only, only, only going to be a ray. So what happens is, if, unfortunately, we're not feeling that, and our excitement and passion is for materialistic things. So the godly soul is sitting like a lame duck in the body and the animal soul. And he's not so happy about it. And, and what's the, 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 the way to get out of it, like we're going to learn at the end of Chesedetis, what it means practically of Tziyam B'mishwet Depad Debeshabel B'stuk. Okay. So now Jabba asks a very simple question. He says like this. Seemingly, even when you do a mitzvah, and the expression that we use is based on a, a, a term that Rashi uses in Chumash, like an old like an old letter even let's say you're doing a mitzvah and you're doing it like an old mitzvah it's, it's a mitzvah it's a mitzvah of Hashem but it's an old I did it already I did it already again it's okay I'll do it again right no, it's, it's still possible to do it with, with, with excitement you can do a mitzvah that you did already but also with excitement it doesn't be a brand new mitzvah and matter of fact you can make that learning Torah and doing mitzvahs that's my life Okay, I learned it before, and I did the mitzvah before, but I'm still excited about it. Why does it have to be a brand new mitzvah, a brand new learning of Torah? Now, and and like, the, uh, but on the other hand, what are the ultimate right at the end, the end of the Chassidic discourse when it's not so, when you're not doing like it's brand new? So, in other words, it comes out that if you're not doing it in a way where it's totally brand new. So then you're saying is that your excitement and your passion in life comes from materialism. Why? It's either, it's either two extremes. It's either brand new or it's materialism. Why can't it be? It's an old mitzvah and I'm still excited about it. That's question number one. Also, I've asked another question. <clears throat> what we learned in Hasidic discourse, in order to come to the level that, it, that, that every time you, you do a mitzvah, it should be like a brand new mitzvah. So how do you, what, what, what do we learn? What do the altar explain? You have to do a meditation. What's the meditation? Anoichi mitzavcha yoim. The essence of Hashem is commanding you right here in this world. In other words, by doing a mitzvah in this physical world today, you connect, you're drawing down anoichi, the essence of Hashem. Which he was saying is, it's higher than the reward that we're going to receive in the world to come, which is only a ray, like Dr. Rick stated. So the Rebbe asked a simple question, one second. Seemingly, the, the pleasure, the tainug and the pleasure from the ray, which is going to be in the world to come, it's huge. It, the fact is, in the world to come, the pleasure from the ray is huge. And especially, like when we say over here, Olam Haba, the world to come, um, it's not only referring to the Garden of Eden, but we're also referring to Olam Atchias HaMesim, when there's going to be the resurrection of the dead. And we know the resurrection of the dead is much higher than Gad Eden. So we refer to Olam Haba, we're dealing with a very high level. So the fact is, if you meditate on the reward that you're going to get from a mitzvah in the world to come, you're going to have tremendous excitement in doing a mitzvah. So why is it like all or none? No, if you don't meditate on the fact that right now it's brand new, because I'm bringing down the essence of God in this world, then I'm going to think about the materialistic world. If I meditate on the fact that there was tremendous reward in the world to come, like the Rebbe says, even higher than Ganeid, this could be level of Tchiyas Mason, that's also, that's also motivating. But on the other hand, what does it say in the Chesedic Discourse? That in order for the mitzvahs to be brand new, 
and not like an old an, an old mitzvah. You have to meditate on Noichi Mitzavcha Hayoyim. I, the essence of Hashem, I'm commanding you today. In other words, the power of today, um, today doing the mitzvahs today versus thinking and meditating about the world to come. But see me, that's also very high level. So why are we totally xing it out? It's either two extremes. Why isn't there any value in the middle, in the middle of the road by me- meditating on the tremendous reward we're going to have when Mashiach comes in Olam Haba? So obviously we're going to understand this with an introduction <coughs> that in order to reach the level of kol yoim yil beinech chadashim, that means every single day when you're doing a mitzvah and you're doing a repeat mitzvah, it's a brand new mitzvah, how does that happen? So he said you meditate, you meditate in the fact that you're connecting to the essence of Hashem and you bring Him down to this world. But how does that happen? It happens, how do you, how do you create it? It's a brand new mitzvah, is by revealing a very high level of the essence of Hashem. <coughs> and on that level, there's no, there, 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 there's no, there's no, there's no different levels. There's no levels. We're dealing with the essence. In a lower level, there's a higher level and a lower level. There's change. But in the essence, we're drawing down the essence. There's an order to reach that it's a brand new mitzvah. What do we get? What, which level do we have to reach? The level where there's no, um, differences, higher, lower, etc. In other words. So back to, to the, here's the main point. So let's get it correct before we go forward. Again, in order to have that every single time you're doing a mitzvah, it's a brand new mitzvah, you have to reach the level of where the revelation is coming from a place, atzmos, there's no, there's no levels over there. There's no differences. Why is that? And there explains in this. Since the world we're living in, what is the world made up of? The world comes from Olam's concealment, constraints. So the world, the limited world we're in, is made up of time and space. Time, this change, this past, this present and future. So in, in time, there's this change. Past, present, and future. Same thing in space, there's change. There's here, there, and, and somewhere else. So there's, there's, there's change in space. Now, in order that every every time you're doing a mitzvah, you have a brand new mitzvah, so you have to reveal the level of the infinite part of Hashem, which is higher than enclosing itself into the world. The world has change of time and space. What is that called? Where do you have to reach? You have to reach the level in Kabbalah, it's called Oyer HaSoyvev. The light, which is all, all around, which means there's no, there's no, there's no shino, there's no change between one place and the next, one, one time and the next. Why is that? Because the light that comes into the world, which in Kabbalah is called Oyer HaMamale, so it comes and it's the, defi- it's defined light. It's the defined light to give life and energy to the, to, to create, to the creations in this world. And like the like it's brought down in Chazal, it says, just like the soul f- f- fills the body, the same thing also Hashem fills the world. Which means, just like the the energy of the soul is comes into the body, it comes in to based on the body. For example, a, 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 the the soul doesn't fully expose itself in the body because for a, a small child it would blow it up, and for an adult if it was too much it would also blow it up. So the amount of energy that the soul provides to the body is based on the age, the 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 ability to 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 to, to connect to the level of soul. So you see, it's mamale. It gives it, the soul it, it gives specific energy based on the body that it is. And knows every single limb gets gets this type of energy. For example, the eye gets one type of energy, the mouth gets another type, the ear gets another type of energy, every part of the body gets a different type of energy. 
The same thing also, when it comes to the energy in the world, so the component of Hashem that comes into the world, that gives every world and every part of the world its type of energy, which is basically called Mamali Kalalman. In other words, just like every creation also gets different energy from Hashem. Now, so, so, so you have the idea of Mamali where you see it's different on every level. So from here we see how much more so in, in reference to the world in general, which we're talking about world again, we said, how do you define world? Space and time. So from the, from the level of Oyrhamale, the light that fills the space and it fills the time. So you cannot have in the world a light which is beyond Mamale, uh, which is saved into the world of time and space. Very simple. Time, you have past, present, and future. And you need past, you need present, you need future. That's what creates the world. Space, you need here, there, different levels, different things in the world. What fuels every single level? If came into the world, what would happen to time and space? It wouldn't exist. So you would obliterate the whole idea of, of, of limits. Now, so is limited to whatever level the world is. is infinite. The Oyasev cannot really come into the world because it will technically obliterate the world. Now, even though the level of Oyur Hamali, the light that fills the world, it does not get really affected by the world. Like we know, it says, Ein Kodesh Kashem. The prophet says, Ein Kodesh Kashem. There's no holiness like Hashem. And what does the Zoya explain? The Zoya explains there's different levels of holiness, but the level of Kashem, Yudke Bavke, no one, no one can match that. In other words, what is the what is the power of Kadesh Kashem, the power of Hashem? Because even when Hashem gets enclosed in the world and he gives it energy and he gives it its life force in Mali, like in Mali, where it gives everyone on their level, but nevertheless, Kadosh, Hashem is still much holier and much separate, and he doesn't get affected by the world. So, in other words, this idea that was saying Mali Kalalmin, the light of Hashem doesn't get affected by the world. The light doesn't all of a sudden become a, a smaller light or a different light. The world receives less, but the light is the same. And this is the, the explanation we say that who Hashem is the place of the world and the, and the world is not his place. In other words, he, uh, he is the place of the world, which is referring to Oyer HaMali. The Oyer HaMali is what gives the gives this world energy, but because it, it gives it its life force. But nevertheless, even after the Oyer the light of Hashem gives its life force into the world, every single level based on what it is, this is not what Hashem is. Hashem is not affected by the world. Hashem is not affected by the limited part of the world. So the fact that the light stay, stays pure and it stays, it stays organic, so to speak, even after it comes in the world and there's different levels in the world, past, present, future, here and there, so that's in reference to the light. But in reference to, to the world, the fact is, the energy that comes in the world is limited. It's limited based on the world. Now, what's the Rebbe explaining? Explain like this. What did we learn before? In order to have kol yoyim yuvenekachadoshim, that every single day it should be brand new, you have to draw in from a light which is higher than one that's affected by the world, um, which is called Amale. But what's, what are we drawing in from Saitis? So just one second. Even though it, it, it does create the change in the world of a space, time, etc., but the oil is pure. 
But nevertheless, even though the air is pure, the world doesn't receive the air on the level of its totally purity. Otherwise, it would be it would be saved as well. So from the Oyer HaMalei, even though the Oyer is pure, if we connect it to Oyer HaMalei, it would still be diluted and we would not be able to be brand new when we're learning. However, if we want to be able to be Kol Yoyim, we learn and we do a mitzvah tree, a brand new mitzvah, again, even though Oyer HaMalei does have it on a certain level, but it gets diluted for some reason it, it, when it comes into the world, we have to connect to Oyer HaSoyvev. We have to connect to the light which is above being tailored to space and time, and that will give us the power of Yehobeneka Kachadashim. Now, so what we learned so far, in order to have that, we when we do a mitzvah, it should be a brand new mitzvah. We have to connect to the idea of what of Seidiv Kalam, the, the light of Seidiv. Even though Eirmal is very powerful, but still, nevertheless, once it hits the world, it it it, it dilutes itself based on the world. Now, since the world, which we call Olam. Oilam comes from the world concealment. What we define, what does Oilam mean? Oilam means space and time. Now, what are we saying? The, the light of Oyer HaSoyvev that comes into the world, which Soyvev is above time and space. So what happens then is, if Oyer HaSoyvev comes to, into the world, so the world gets nullified because of the powerful, powerful light of the world. Another thing like this. In Oyhamale, so Oyhamale comes in the world, the world is finite, the Oyh doesn't get affected. If, Oyah, if and when Oyh comes into the world, what happens to the world? The world loses its, 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 its own unique uniqueness. Because why? The Oyh is too powerful. For example, let me give a beautiful example. Take, for example, we all have the ten zeros. We operate of chachma, intellect, emotions, etc. So when you do things that make sense, there's a logic why you do certain things. You can explain it, you can reason it, you can understand it, etc. You do things that are emotionally, so you have a real feelings, good feelings, negative feelings, whatever the feelings are, why you do things, why you don't do things. Now, then you have koyach harotzain. In the highest sphere, which is kesser, there's two levels, atik and arich. One is connected to tainig, one is connected to rotzain. What happens when Ratzin, somebody wants to do something? Even though you know it's wrong intellectually, and even though emotionally you don't feel right about it, but if somebody somehow wants to do something, the power of will, you're going to override intellect, and you're going to override emotions. When somebody wants to do something, when the Kayach Ratzin kicks in, you're going to override everything. Why is that? Because Ratzin has power and it rules over all the koiches of intellect and emotions they'll, they'll even do opposite in its nature in other words when Ratzin kicks in even though every logic tells you don't do it, you're going to do it why? because Ratzin overpowers intellect or emotionally you feel you know, you feel it's the wrong thing to do Ratzin kicks in, you're going to do it why? because Ratzin has the power to override it even if it's against your nature Ratzin is a parable for Soivev. When the power, when the power, the light of Soivev comes into this world, everything gets obliterated. All laws of nature get obliterated. Now, so that's what happens when Soivev comes into the world. But we're trying to accomplish which means 
It should be brand new. How am I doing that? By bringing in power of Saved. What did we just learned, when you bring in Saved, the world gets obliterated. But we're living in this world. And since Hashem wants that every time we learn and every time we do a mitzvah, it should be a brand new mitzvah. But we should have, not it should be a brand new mitzvah and we should be disconnected from the world. We should have energy from Saved, but it should be into the world. And we know energy, chayus, is not external, it's previous to an internal injury. So therefore, the goal is that the Saivi shouldn't just come in and obliterate your intellect and obliterate your emotions. The goal is that Saivi should come in into your intellect and your emotions. How do you do that? If we learn that Saivi obliterates how we're saying through Saivi, through Saivi, it's going to come in an internal way, in your intellect and your emotions. So obviously, Job explains... The power that Saivev has, that, it, that on one hand it's Saivev, and the other hand it can come in and it does not obliterate who we are. In other words, it should be in a way, Anoichi Metzavcha Hayoim. Anoichi, the essence of Hashem, Metzavcha, is commanding you in this world today, <coughs> is by bringing in not just Saivev. We're connecting to Anoichi Misha, Anoichi, we're actually connecting from a place higher than Saivev. We're connecting to higher than Saivis. Even though till now we called it Saivis, but the truth of the river says, if it was Saivis love, Saivis doesn't have the power to fuse the two. Saivis can overpower. But in order to fuse, you have to bring in from Atmos, the essence of Hashem. Why is that? Never explains like this. The infinite light, in Kabbalah it's called the Eirha Bligval, which is the source of Saivis. So because it's it's, what is it called? It's called the Eir HaBligvul, the light that's infinite. So it's defined as a light that's infinite. So this, that, it's infinite power to, to expand everywhere, and it's revealed all over, even in this physical world. Why is that? It's because it's infinite. But when it, when it comes into the world, it, it's here, but it's really not connected to the world, because it, it obliterates the world while it's here. And it, it happens in two ways. When Eira Saviv kicks in, there's two things that happen. Either what happens, Eira Saviv is here. So, but the fact is the world can handle it. So one of two things happen. Either we don't feel it, because we felt it, it, we, we, it would obliterate it. So we don't feel the light. Or the light actually gets nullified for Eira Saviv. So Eira Saviv, yes, is all over, it's powerful. But when it kicks in, either we don't feel it, or it obliterates what, what, what it gets in contact with. But in order for the infinite light should come into the world, and it should come into the world in an internal way, that happens not through Eir Saivev. It happens through Atmos, the essence of Hashem, which is not limited by any limits. Not in a limit of finite, and not a limit of, of, of infinite. So therefore what happens is, when you reveal the essence of the infinite light, Atmos, then you can have the fusion of infinite and finite, which is called in Kabbalah, Yichud, Saivev and You can unify Saivev and Mamale, and you can bring, you can reveal above, na- above time, above nature, which is basically comes through Saivev into the world, and the world we know gets the light from, 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 uh, from Mamale, which is in a, in a, in a previous and internal way. And I was like this. What we're learning is as follows. 
in order to be Kadashim, so we said, oh, you have to bring in the line of Seyvet. But one second, you bring in the line of Seyvet, it's going to obliterate the world. Either we're not going to feel it, or it's going to obliterate it. So you're right. Ayyuhamamale is internalizing the world, and, and, and we, we feel it in a finite way. Ayyuhasayveh will obliterate it. But in order to be in a way that's personalized, that we bring in this infinite light into the world, you have to reach even higher. You have to reach Tanoichi Misha Anoichi. You have to reach the Atmos of Hashem. When you reach Atmos, the essence of Hashem, then you bring down Oyer HaSoyvev in Mamale and you create what's called Yichud, the most beautiful thing, the unification of Soyvev and Mamale together. Now, the Rebbe goes a step further and he says like this. He'd like to add. This that we're saying, that in order to be, when you do a mitzvah, it should be a brand new mitzvah every time you're doing it. So what do we learn? It's not just seviv. Seviv is not going to work. There has to be yichud, the oneness of seviv of male. So it's not only because of that that we, in our intellect and our emotions, we should feel in an internal way, but premius, the the seviv. Not only that's the reason, but a deeper reason of it says. That and the reason is because even in the in the, in the in, when we learn when we do a mitzvah it should be brand new. When you do the mitzvah and it's brand new, that itself is creating two opposites. We're taking above time and time. When you do a mitzvah and it's brand new, what do you mean brand new? It was already, so that's time. But we're saying no, no, no it's above time. So when you do a mitzvah that's brand new, what you're doing is, you're actually, you, by doing the mitzvah brand new, you're literally creating above time, time, you're creating the, the, the actual union of Seyvim and Mali together. Why? Because when a person does a mitzvah that's brand new, and which is the beauty of doing a mitzvah, it's a brand new mitzvah right now. <clears throat> that is real change. That is real change. You're not going to the status quo. Because the fact is, until now the mitzvah wasn't, it was an old mitzvah. And now you're creating a brand new mitzvah right now. When you're doing a mitzvah, you're creating something new. And this way you do the mitzvah every single day brand new. So you're creating the brand newness literally consistently. And it's every single day, it doesn't change. You're creating new energy every single minute. In other words, this that we're saying, that when you do a mitzvah, it should be a brand new mitzvah, which happens through the unification of Saivev, the infinite light, Amimale. It's not only that the revelation of Saivev, which is above time, is felt in an internal way, and that's how you have the energy to do the mitzvah, but more than that, that the time itself the, is in a way that's above time. So Trevor's saying is like this. He's saying as follows. A, a, a very fine but the, the point when you're doing a mitzvah and it's brand new so there's two ways you can look at it one way is you're you're connecting to the essence of the infinite light of Hashem and that creates the union of and it draws in a powerful energy and therefore you're doing a brand new mitzvah right now that's one way so I am still staying where I am and I'm bringing in this powerful great energy a deeper level is that I myself living in this world accept and realize I have a new pair of glasses I can see that even if I'm in the world I can connect to above nature 
in the first way, the above nature comes in. Wow, it's an amazing experience. Here, no, no, I'm realizing we can, we can, we can, we can connect to the infinite. And Rebbe says that you can say this: that when we do a mitzvah, we have to do it in a way where it's brand new mitzvah. It's not only so you want we should do it because we're going to have more energy when we do the mitzvah. But a step further, a step deeper. Doing it brand new, that is part of the mitzvah itself. One way you can look at it, I'm doing a mitzvah, it's brand new, so I added new energy. No, 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 doing the mitzvah brand new, that is the mitzvah. That, it's not like an added dimension. That becomes the mitzvah. The mitzvah becomes when you're doing it's a brand new mitzvah. Not that it creates an added energy, in other words. Because the idea of a mitzvah, that by doing a mitzvah, you're creating, as we say in 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 the, in the prayers before before Baruch Shama, l'shem yichod kutcha bricha b'shchintrei. We're creating a union between Kadosh Baruch Hu, um, and Shchin the way Hashem comes in the world, which is the idea of yichod seivamale. And now, since what's our spiritual work in this world? In Kabbalah, it's called isarus Tata. And by doing our spiritual, work, we draw down isarus energy from high. So when we want to create, draw down an energy from high, based on what we're doing, that's what we're going to draw down. So therefore, when a person does a mitzvah, in a way, not that it's an old mitzvah, no, it's a brand new mitzvah. This is mamash, a brand new mitzvah. I'm drawing in brand new energy. What does that mean, it's a brand new mitzvah? How can I draw a brand new energy? Because I'm unifying infinite and finite, above time with time. So by doing the mitzvah in that way, I cause to draw down... In a revealed way, the unification of Sayyid Mali that happens through the mitzvah. So what they're saying a beautiful idea, and he says like this again. When we do a mitzvah, and we're doing it, it's a brand new mitzvah. How are we doing a brand new mitzvah? Because we're unifying Sayyid Mali, and that's what the mitzvah is. So then what we cause to happen is we get to, re- Hashem reveals Sayyid Mali in this world. And we're living in a whole different dimension. Now the goes on a step further and a step deeper, and he says like this. These two components of Soivev Male are the two names of Hashem, Yudke Bavke and Elohim. And like Jeremiah has explained many places that the name Elohim of Hashem, it's not just a shield to protect on the light of Yudke Bavke. Yudke Bavke is the infinite part of Hashem. So if the infinite part of Hashem came into this world, we would be obliterated. So you have Elohim which protects it. It creates like a symptom. That's one way to look at it. That Elohim is a symptom of Hashem Yudke Bavke. But there was a step further and a step deeper. That the light of Yudke Bavke, when it gets drawn down and it gets and it gets contracted through the name of Lakim to become a source of energy in the world, which generally what is that referring to, Ayramale, that's called Elokim. So it's not that it's the protector, but on the contrary, what's really coming in the shame Yudke Bavke. In order for us to have it, we have it through the shame Elokim. Okay. In other words, so Yudke, so Soivev and and Mamale is connected Yudke Bavke and Elokim. And the basis of the explains it's known that the body that we have conceals on the soul. We all have a godly soul within us, and the body conceals on it. How does the body conceal on the soul? Because the source of the soul comes from Yudke Bavke, and the source of the body is from Shem Elokim. And just like the Shem Elokim conceals. 
on Yud Kevav So the same thing also, the body conceals in the soul. How does the body have the body, the physical body con- over, uh, conceal in the soul? And the answer is because the body sources the shame of Lakim. The soul's Yud Kevav So it plays out just like the Lakim uh, 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 conceals Yud Kevav So the same thing also, the body conceals on the, on the soul. So the same thing also would apply in that when reference to Sayyidim Amali. That Oyra Amali, what we learn, is also called a Lakim. In other words, so in order for a person should know and should feel that the main thing is the soul and the body is really secondary. How does that happen? That happens by creating the unification of Sayyidim Amali. Why is that? Because if you look at the Oyra Amali, Focus on Oyer which is the finite light, which is the concealment light. And that's actually, more, that's a source of creations in this world. So in other words, the fact that we feel like we exist, that's because of the concealment of Oyer and Shem Alakim. So because it's concealment, so the body thinks to something. Why does the body think it's something? Because there's so much concealment of Shem Alakim. Oyer the body thinks it's something. What happens when we do on the contrary? We, we unify Sayyidim and Mali. That means, even in the Oyuhah Mali, or in Shem Elohim, which is a source for energy for this world, what, what do you have as a driving force? Yichud so Oyuhah Sayyidim is strong there. And in reference to Oyuhah Sayyidim, we know that nothing really could exist. So the, then what happens, then we, we change perspective. We shift in perspective. And the perspective is that even the body's for the soul. So in other words, like this. If you look at just so the body is something. Versus once you create the union of yeah, the body does exist and Elohim exists. But what is the driving force? You recognize that the real power is Yudkei The real power is Soivev. So based on this, Jerry explains beautifully what the Altarist says in the Torah, that unfortunately, when you don't have kechadoshim, when you're not on the level, like we said before, how come there's no middle of the road? If you're not on the level of kechadoshim, which means that what you're realizing is that it's all about bringing in soive, it's all about the Atzmas bringing in soive into the world. So then what happens is automatically, if you're not focused on soive, if you're not focused on Yudke Bavke, if you're not focused on Atzmas, so then the body becomes real. So what, what, what are you sad about? What are you happy about? Physical things in the world, body, materialism. In other words, in order that you should have the unification of Seva Mali, and by, when, what that accomplishes, that the world is not really, it's not on the, on the radar. I mean, it exists, but it's not on the radar. So the only way to accomplish that is when you're doing the mitzvahs in a level of Chadashim. So the Rebbe explains here beautifully, and he says like this, to recap, before we go for, uh, forward. <clears throat> when you create the un- union of Sayyid Mali, what it accomplishes, that since you have the union of Sayyid Mali, you connect to Anoichi, life is all about Yudkei Bavkei. Life is all about the infinite Hashem. Yeah, you're in this world, but the, this world serves purpose to Yudkei Bavkei. It doesn't have its own, own own existence. Therefore, when you're learning Torah and you're doing a mitzvah, it's brand new because what's my life? My life is Yudkei Bavkei. My life is Oyer Soivev. But what happens, unfortunately, if it's not like new, which means practically we're not thinking about Oyer Soivev, we're not thinking about the essence of Hashem, so, so 
what how do we exist from Oyamale? So the body has has some kind of credibility. Once the body has credibility, what's my excitement in life? What's my passion? What's my what's what what bothers me in life? It's all about materialistic things. And that's what the altar says. Unfortunately, when it's not in this level, your your life becomes about materialism. And that's why it's important to make sure to connect to Oyra Soivev, to connect to Atmos. And then what we'll do is we'll learn. And every time we're learning, and every time we're studying, every time we're doing a mitzvah, it's going to be a brand new mitzvah. And then what's going to be our passion in life? What's going to be our excitement? What's going to be real energy? Infinite Hashem. Materialism just serves it. It doesn't have real value. And based on this, Rebbe explains the connection between Gullus, exile that we're living in, and Shikha, God forbid, forgetting. Well, because it says in the prophets, Lama l'netzach why forever you, have you forgot us? You see that Golos is associated with Hashem forgetting. Now why is that? What's the connection between exile and forgetting? And Deborah says very, very simple. What's the source of forgetting? What source of forgetting is that the knowledge was limited. In finite you forget. It was past, present, and future. So if something is in the past, at some point you forget about the past. When you're dealing with finite that's where forgetfulness exists. In other words, the same thing applies, Rebbe says, when it comes to remembering and, so to speak, forgetting God, so to speak, on high, where, where does remembering take place? In the world of Soivev, there's full memory. Past, present, and future is no difference. It's infinite. How is it possible to be, there should be a forgetfulness? In the world of infinite, past, present, and future are the same, there's no forgetting. Where do you forget things in this world? Malchus. Because Malchus is the source of creation. Finite. That's what you can forget. Therefore, when a person learns Torah and does mitzvahs in a way that's Kaddashim, that is brand new, what does that mean? How can it be brand new like we learned, we learned before? Because you, what's shining is the, the light of Soivev, the essence of Hashem, the infinite light of Hashem, even in this world. But what's really shining? What's the driving force? The infinite light of Hashem. So if the infinite light of Hashem is shining, there's no forgetfulness. But what happens when a person learns Torah and does mitzvahs? And it's finite. So what happens is when you do it the second time, you do it the third time, you don't have the, the, the passion as the first time. So what happens then is you cause that on high the, 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 the finite light is not going to be revealed. And that's how you have forgetfulness. And just like by a person, when a person learns Torah and does mitzvahs, and you're doing it in a limited way, you can learn Torah, you can do mitzvahs, but it's a limited way. So what happens then? Then what happens is that your pleasures become in materialistic things. Because pleasure and materialistic things, physical world, is opposite of holiness. And that same thing happens on, on, a, on a spiritual level. That when it happens when Zod, Zer Ampum, which is referring to Soivim, because Malchus is when it comes down, is, is, is Mamale, when the Zod, Zer Ampum, Soivim, goes away, you know, the expression in Zayah, Kuchabricha Salak Leila, the infinite light get, go, uh, uh, go, go, goes on high, and what are you left with just Malchus, Mimale? So that causes, unfortunately, that Malchus comes down into Klipot, into the shell, and that's how you have Golis Hashkina, and that's how the Shkina goes into exile.
So Jerry explains beautifully again that what happens is the source of forgetfulness is when Saviv is not here, you're just dealing with Mali and you're learning something which is old. But on the other hand, when you learn and it's brand new, you connect the Saviv. And when you connect the Saviv, there's no forgetfulness, there's only memory. And Rebbe says he'd like to connect this with the Avtoyer of Shabbos Chazayin. What does it say in the Avtoyer of Shabbos Chazayin? So the Prophet says, Yoda Shur Kaneu, that the ox knows its master. Yisrael lo yoda, the Jewish people don't know. Ami, my nation, lo yisboinen, they didn't meditate. That's the verse. So he brings a beautiful teaching from the Arizal. The Arizal says like this. And actually, with Rebbe said this course was the fourth of Av, uh, which was the day before the yard site of the Arizal. That he so he explains as follows: that Shoyer, well, what is the ox referring to? It's referring to the eagle, the the that was that the Jewish people that Erevah made in the desert. And but how how they make the eagle? How they make the golden calf? When they threw in the the um, the, uh, the 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 amulet that 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 wrote, Moshe Rain wrote down to to get Yosef's body out of the Nile. So what did it say? They said a loose shur. The shur should come up. And Moshe Rain made it for, for, so Yosef's um, uh, casket should come out of the Nile. They threw it in there. In, into when they when they burnt the, with the gold, and that's how the shur came out. So 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 the Arizal explains. What was written? What was written on this piece of paper that the shirt should go up? So he says what was written there, and I'll say it in, uh, I'll, I'll spell out the letters, three letters, Yud Lamed Yud, which we know that Hashem's name, there's different permutations for Hashem's names. One of the permutations of Hashem's name is Shem Ab, 72. And it's a chart that uh, lists many, many different combinations of letters, of three, um, of three letters, which is all connected to the Shem Ab. And the second combination is Yud Lamed Yud. That's the second combination. So on this paper, there was the letters Yud Lamed Yud, which is the second combination of the 72 name permutation of Hashem's name. And this this second permutation, Yud Lamed Yud, Lamed Yud that is the energy and the power on the, on, on the Shur, on, on a spiritual level. And that's why the Shur came out. So, so the Arizal explains like this. That um Yada Shur Kaineu. The Shur, the axe that came out, uh, knew why he was created. He was created from the powerful amulet of Yud Lamad Yud. He knew the source of his creation. But Yisrael, the Jewish people, La Yada. They didn't know. In other words, the axe knew that he's coming. Why was he how was he how did he come out? How was he created? Well, they put gold and they melted it, that's how they came out. But he knew what he was created. He created from Hashem through that letter of Yud Lamad Yud. But the Jewish people did not meditate. They didn't realize it's coming from Hashem. What does it mean they didn't know? They didn't meditate for a minute. And they thought, God forbid, yeah, the, the, the it came by itself. And that's why they, they decide to run after it. And that's why it's interesting, very powerful. The Rizal says. The Rosh Tevis, the beginning of the letters of Yisrael Lo Yoda. So Yisrael Lo Yoda. What is, what's the first letter of Yisrael? Yud. The Lo is a Lamed, and Yoda is a Yud. Yud Lamed Yud. Yisrael Lo Yoda, which means they didn't realize Yud Lamed Yud that it came from Yud. Ami Lo is Boinon. The first letter for Ami is Ayin. The first letter for Lamed is uh, Lamed. Uh, for Loi is Lamed, and the first letter for Hey is Hey. And so it spells out Yisrael Lo Yada spells Yud Lamed Yud, which is the powerful name of the the Shur that came out that created the Shur. And Ami Loi Yisbeinu means Allah. They didn't realize literally it's powerful. It's in the words. They didn't realize 
they didn't meditate and they didn't realize that the fact that the axe was able to arise came from the from the name Yud Yad Lamad Yud. And therefore they, th- they thought it came they came by itself. So the Rebbe says, based on this, he explains beautifully that you could say that this explanation that the, the Jewish people didn't realize and they didn't meditate is actually giving them a compliment. You, know, you can look at it in a positive way. Why? Because what was the reason why they, they went they went after they, they worshipped the, the, the golden calf? Because they didn't meditate on, on the fact that it came out from Yud Lamad Yud. What does that mean, Yud Lamad Yud? Who created it? Not nature, above nature. They didn't meditate and realize that everything comes from above nature. And was, what does that mean? They're explaining a positive. Yeah, they served Hashem. The Jewish people, they surely served Hashem. But since, and so it's like, it's funny, the Rebbe says, since this is before the commandment of, of, Bechol Yoim Yu Kenech Kadashim, they didn't have the commandment yet that it should be brand new. So therefore, they weren't bringing in Oyra Soive. They weren't bringing in above nature into their learning. They were learning nature. So they weren't thinking above nature, Yud Lamad Yud, Rosh Tevis, etc. So therefore, they served Hashem in a finite way. So therefore, what, what type of, what type of energy did they get? They got a light that, that's, that's in the world. And that's why they unfortunately made a mistake. That's why they sinned. They sinned because they weren't connected to above nature. And the reason why they weren't connected is they didn't learn it yet. And that's why that the sin of the golden calf, what did it cause? It caused the breaking the tablets. Moshe Rana came down, he broke the tablets. And what happens was when they broke the tablets, we know it says in the Talmud that when because Moshe Rabbeinu broke the tablets, that's how it was possible, unfortunately, for Torah to be forgotten. Because if the tablets were never broken, Torah would never be forgotten. In other words, even after the sin, their, their, their connection remained with Torah. But unfortunately, the connection after breaking the tablets is in a limited way. And that's why it's possible, that's why it's possible to have forgetfulness. But, and, and unfortunately, because of that, it's possible that, that the nations of the world should be able to rule over us and hand, have a hand over us. Why? Because if the revelation of Hashem is only from Malchus, from a Male, from a limited way, unfortunately, that's why we, have, that's, that's why we, we can be connected to Gullahs, we can be in exile. So when you're dealing with finite, when you're dealing with limit, you have exile, you have forgetfulness. And that's when you have all the problems. And based on the explains, that's why it says, Zechoyer Hashem, the prophet writes, Zechoyer Hashem, remember, remember, we're going from forgetfulness now to remember, remember Hashem, Mehoyelonu, what was to us. And the Debra brings in some of Tzedek and he explains that Meh is the letter, is, is the letter uh, Ma is Memhei. Uh, uh, um, Memhei is also one of the names of Hashem. Ma, 45 is one of the names of Hashem. And the way it's spe- by Hashem's name, you have Yud, Yud, Hei, and Vav, Hei. So you take the Yud and it's spelled out Yud, Vav, Dalet. And the Hei, it's, it's, instead of doing Hei, Hei, it's actually with a melee of an Aleph. And Vav is also with, 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 uh, with an Aleph. And, and the last Hei is also an Aleph. So you have, you have 45. So, so the song explains, Zechariah Hashem Meh, Ma is referring to the letter of, of, of Hashem, uh, Mem Hey, with, with the Mili of Aleph, and Lanu is the, is the numerical value of Shem Elohim. 86 is the same, the same numerical value of Shem Elohim. So the song explains like this. What does it mean, Meh Hayalanu, In other words, Ma is referring to Yud Kevavke. Lanu is referring to Shem Elohim. What happened was, that Yud Kei Vav which is infinite, became Elohim, got downgraded to Elohim. 
In other words, what does it mean practically? In other words, in other words that, that Yud Ke Vav Ke, which is Hashem above nature, and um, and Elokim, which is nature. So even though it hap- what, it hap- what happens is a person has tremendous success above nature. So seemingly, wow, Hashem gave me this tremendous miracle. You know what he says? No, it's nature. You downgraded above nature into nature. Not only that, a step further, sometimes you have such success that you're so successful and you realize, wow, it's off the charts. You start thinking that maybe you're Hashem. You made it happen. Just like by the golden calf. In other words, the fact that the calf came out was from the name Yud, Yud, Lama, Yud. And that's what which is above nature. So they start to think, no, the calf made itself. It made itself. So meha yalanu means either that when miracles happen to us, we think it's nature, or even worse, when miracles happen, we think we're doing it. So what, how do we deal with that? That God forbid we shouldn't think that it's not coming from Hashem. How should we always remember that everything is really from Hashem, the miracles come from Hashem, and we really have no input. It's really everything's from Hashem. Everything's a gift from Hashem. How do we do that? So the Rebbe explains, the, the, the uh, advice for it is, Zechoyer Hashem. In other words, the, the, our, our spiritual work should be in a way of Zikaroin. We have to remember. How do you remember? Above nature. But Chol Yoim Yukachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
Vishaveha is referring to the part of the soul which does come into the body. And unfortunately, this part of the soul, because it comes into the body, can go in captive in the animal soul. And what do we mean goes in captive practice? Like Dalton says, its bitterness and its happiness comes from physical world. Those are two levels of the soul. And there was a, this, you can say, this is like it says, like, like, like it's explained, uh, 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 an insight on the verse. But Taimer Tzion, again, Tzion referring to the soul, part of the soul which is not coming to Bani. Azavani Hashem. Hashem um, let, let go of me. Hashem Shachani and Hashem forgot me. In other words, Shikha forgetting, so you can forget something. Azavani is just, you didn't remember it. So, so he explains beautifully, um, Azavani Hashem, Hashem, not that he forgot me, just, is, is not paying attention to it, let go of it. In other words, when it referring to the level of Yudke Bavke, which is which is referring to the Oyasaive, which is hide and coming into the world. So it's not possible to forget. It's not it has nothing to do with the world. What can, the expression that can be used is Aziva, let go of it. In other words, what does that mean practically? That in the times of exile, Hashem is not forgetting, it's just Hashem went went on high. It's not revealed in this world. Just like the level of the neshama, which is tzion, where it's not revealed into the body. It's not revealed in, in, into the body. On the other hand, Hashem, which is referring to the idea of Malchus, which that's referring to the idea of, of Oyer over there is possible shikha. In Yudkei Bavkei in the part of Malchus, it's possible shikha forgetfulness. That's when Malchus comes into this physical world and gets lost in the klipot. Just like Shivya on the level of soul that comes into the body. And what happens then is the excitement and the passion of life come from physical things. That's the problem. So what's the solution of either Tzioin, where it's not shining in the body, or Shaveha, where it unfortunately gets excited about the world and that becomes its life. And the solution that Torah says, Tzioin v'mishpati padah v'shaveha And Torah explains like this. That the way to redeem Tzioin which means that it's not being revealed into the body and it's not allowing the soul to be to be to reveal itself to, to reveal itself see and you want that that soul that's concealed it's not reveal revealing itself very simple by learning Torah and Torah is, is mishpat you have to learn the, the, the Jewish law and like we see the Targum um, Translates uh, in, in Genesis where it says commission by, by the by when they re, re, um, translate the dr- dreams. So he said, "Pari put him back commission." So what does the Targum say over there? So we see that mishpat is connected to what halacha. Cm bin mishpat. What's mishpat? Learning halacha, learning Torah. Why is that? How does Torah have the power to bring the neshama to be revealed? Because we know Torah is Torah. Torah is the Torah of light, and therefore when you bring light. Light of Torah, you create the revelation of Tzion in your life. So the first part of it says is Tzion b'mishpati pada. If you want to have your life, should be that the soul should be shining in your life. Learn Torah, learn Jewish law. Your soul will be revealed within you. You're going to look like a different person. You'll feel like a different person. On the other hand, the redemption of a shabeha, the part of the soul, unfortunately, is, 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 uh, gets its energy from materialism, from the physical world, from the animal soul. And that is through tzedakah. 
How, what's mean stucca? Stucca is referring to giving charity, but generally all the mitzvahs, because all the mitzvahs are called stucca, and especially by giving stucca literally, because in reference to stucca it says rechava mitzvah The mitzvahs are very very wide. In other words, by by doing the mitzvah of tzedakah and all the mitzvahs, we draw down the infinite light of Hashem. And the, that infinite light comes into the body as well. And the same thing also on a spiritual level in the sphere of Malchus, which is also called Shina because it comes into this world and in, in, a, in a way that's with, that it gets clothes, the clothes within it. So you see a beautiful way the Rebbe explains that Sia is referring to the part that's not shining. Bring it in, learn Torah. Halacha. B'Shabeah, the part that you get, you get too preoccupied in the world, do mitzvahs, do tzedakah, and that will draw in the infinite part of Hashem, and then you won't be excited and passionate about materialistic, um, cheap thrills, as we say in English. And by doing that, Jeremiah says, we'll be able to draw in the revelation of the essence of the soul itself, which is higher than the soul which is not does not enclose within the uh, in the person like we, like we learned before the whole idea of yichud the unification of seivim male comes through giliatzmas it's not just the, uh, you want seivim you want to have atzmas which creates the union of seivim of male now since we know the Rebbe says the whole world was given to our heart in other words what does that mean so when we do our spiritual work we'll draw that in into the physical world as well that we're going to bring in the revelation of above nature which is coming from Saivib, will be revealed in this world. Saivib will be revealed in the world. And when we bring in Saivib, we're also going to have the revelation of the essence of Hashem, which, which unites the two of them. And by, by doing what we, by, by bringing in the essence of Hashem, bringing in Saivib in this world, we will complete and fulfill the whole intent that Hashem wanted of Dira Lo Yizbarach that should be a dwelling place for Hashem. What part of Hashem? The essence of Hashem. So literally, when we do our spiritual work, we make Torah new. How do we make Torah new? By bringing in Atmos, the Saivev, and we reveal our soul, we will make this world a dwelling place for what? Not only Urha Male, Urha Saivev, Yichud Male and Saivev, but for Atmos himself. And never finish up when he says, it should be the will of Hashem that very, very soon, we're gonna, we're gonna, it's gonna be fulfilled the promise and the and 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 uh, and, and, the, and and uh, and the commitment of Tzion Pemishbati Pada that Tzion is gonna be redeemed with Mishbat B'Shabeah B'Tzdaka. What does that mean practically? That the 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 King of David is gonna stand up, who's gonna learn Torah B'Mishbat, learn Torah, but and he's gonna be busy doing mitzvahs Tzdaka, and he's gonna fight the wars of Hashem, and he's gonna be su- successful, and. Yerba explains, what's the whole idea of fighting the wars of Hashem? That's with the, the, the level of the soul which comes into the body. And it was, because what does that mean practically on a spiritual level? We have to basically fight with our animal soul. We gotta conquer our animal soul. And he's gonna build the base of Migdash. By, well, what's the purpose spiritually building the base of Migdash? So Hashem will be revealed in the whole world. And as we know, that in the base of Migdash it says, in reference to the windows, Shkuf Matum, the prophet writes. What, what does it mean? Basically, the, the, from the basement, the light goes out to the whole world. And he's going to gather everyone, all the Jewish people from all over the world. And he's going to fix the world. And he's going to make the world a place that we're all going to serve Hashem. And this is all going to happen very, very soon. In our generation, we're all going to merit the great revelation. And it all starts by us learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, and it's new, bringing down Yichud, 
uh, the essence of Hashem, and by bringing down the godliness in the world, we make dear with Achtonim, will all merit of the coming of Mashiach, and God willing, next class will be in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.